Welcome back to another episode. Today, we talk about where the easiest way to know where to put your content, and you don't have to be on all social media channels. You have to be where you like to be. We talk about the biggest trends in marketing, about communities, and if companies are not building communities, they are losing the game. We talk about The Truman Show on how my job is all about creating worlds that people choose to come into when they are ready and why your job is not to dictate the pace of somebody's customer journey. So what ended up happening was we did a group call behind closed doors and I told everybody and I caught them up on the state of the market, how marketing has evolved in the last 10 years, what I'm seeing across the board on some of the companies where I'm working, we're spending a million dollars a month on ads. I talk about what's working, what's not working, and what you have to have to ensure that you succeed in the current time and how right now is a giant opportunity moving forward, but only if you do it the right way. So I share all of that in today's episode. So I wanted to release it to you because it was behind the scenes, but I was like, our podcast people need to hear this. So without further ado, here's the call. Enjoy the show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. So let's talk about what I've been seeing, okay? So to give a little context for everybody, I've been doing digital marketing, I'd say like full-time, like professionally, I'd consider myself a professional entrepreneur from like 2009 till now. So I'd say like 2009 is when I really like dove into internet marketing, got into it, got started. And now here we are 13 years later, and it's really interesting watching trends and trend lines and things shift. And so, you know, back in the day, we used to live in this world where everything we posted was linear, right? So it didn't matter. You were on Facebook and you saw everything in order. You were on Instagram, you saw everything in order. And I remember the shitty advice I used to give. I used to be like, hey, Heather, I got it. You got to post 60 times a day. It can be the same thing, but you got to post like every half an hour. So every time somebody logs in, they see you right at the top, right? And so that went on for quite a long time. And then what ended up happening is obviously algorithms started coming into play, right? AI and algorithms and serving content to where it was no longer about necessarily quantity. Now we went into this realm of like what we would call content is king. Do you guys remember the whole years of marketing where every single person content is king, content is king, content is king, content is king, right? Like this was a trend line that went on forever and content is king traveled through until the invention of TikTok. TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram Reels, then it became humor and quite frankly, very transactional marketing, right? We went really up to the surface. We're like, get my attention, boobs, butts, clickbait, open loops, like everything that like makes my skin crawl in every ounce of it became this thing. And now we created this addiction of like, five to 10 seconds, right? Vine is what really started it, but then marketing followed the same pattern. We went from content is king to no one's gonna read that shit anyways, unless you entertain them or offend them. And either way, that has to happen in under 10 seconds, right? And then that was the trend that we had leading into the world's pandemic, right? Like that was basically what it was. And then this atomic bomb dropped because people were isolated, they were shut down. 
And I don't know a stat, but I bet you if we looked at consumption across the board, it probably doubled. Social media consumption, internet consumption, YouTube consumption, TikTok, Instagram reels. But also what was happening in society was this lack of safety and connection because they lost it in the real world. And so the TikToks and the humor didn't work so much anymore because it was lacking what everybody needed, which was connection. And so for the last two years, we have noticed this thing where we still have to entertain, we still have to get people's attention, but the shallow stuff isn't working anymore. The only thing that's working is like pure authentic entertainment to connection or entertainment to lead to community or entertainment to lead to a conversation to where, and I'm sure most of you have noticed this primarily even through your own consumption, is the discernment of consumption is huge. We are a lot more particular about what we consume because we have so much around us and time that we're, and I would challenge every one of us that you are all probably consuming less mindless and more intentional content than you ever have before. You're intentionally following certain social media people. You're intentionally listening to a few podcasts. You're intentionally following a few things and it's a lot narrower than it used to be because when we had all this time, we didn't like how it felt. Because it challenged us because no matter what we put in it, it still felt like shit, right? We couldn't consume enough. There wasn't enough distraction. There wasn't enough education. There wasn't enough entertainment. So all of you had to put a container on it and force yourself into, okay, what really matters, right? Like what matters to me? What do I need to learn? What do I want to connect with? What do I want to consume? What do I want to share? And so now we're living in this hybrid where people still feel disconnected, a little unsafe and need edu education and entertainment and, and kind of like a little bit of lightness brought to their life. But then what they want is when they get that attention and they get the laugh, you hold them through the laugh until they really start crying because they haven't been able to get it out for a couple of months, right? And it's like, oh, you laugh at a joke and then you start crying, right? That happened to me this morning. And that's what it is. It's this scream for connection. It's this yearning for connection. And I'm watching the collapse of social media. I'm watching this thing of like, the endless scroll and the endless amount of content and the algorithms start breaking because people aren't consuming it as much. They want real. They want connection. They want to move into a conversation. They want to move on to a call. Like you guys would all prefer a Zoom call over me going live on Facebook, right? Interactive back and forth, us connecting here. Like I take it hands down. And would we all agree that if we all lived in Montana and you were 10 minutes away, this would be better if I just opened my office and we just hung out at the table? right? Like, of course, right? That's the through line that's happening everywhere. And so we now have to understand that social media is a tool. It's like a billboard and we have it and we have to utilize it. But now it is no longer about getting somebody to consume it, to consume it. It's about utilizing it to move them into a tighter community or a deeper container or a relationship that has a little bit more touch points back and forth, right? And so you will never see me focus on growing my Instagram. What you'll see me focus on is growing the amount of DMs I get every day. You'll never see me focus on like trying to get more likes. You'll see me focus on trying to get more conversations. Like we're not going to try to grow the RBA group up to like 30,000 people because I don't want some slapstick assholes that aren't going to do anything with what I share. I'd rather know everybody in the group. I'm like, hey guys, I rented out the stadium in Austin. There's a thousand of you. I got a seat for each one of you. Let's come party in person, right? Like that's what I would rather have. And so the reason I'm saying this is because 
every one of my companies across the board, my dental and skincare company, right? We do 10 to 12 million a year selling toothbrushes and toothpaste and tooth powder, right? But it's an e-commerce brand. My best converting ad right now, there's not one product in it. And it's just a blooper reel of the marketing team. That's it. I was just in town and I filmed content. Like I filmed 1700. Hi, Lorna, we love you. I filmed 1700 videos in eight days, 1700 videos in eight days, product videos, talking head videos. Like I was a machine, Catherine, I would have broken your brain. It was gnarly, like 2.6 terabytes of footage in eight days. And I'm working with the video editor and I'm like making ads and doing the things that I wanted to do. And I had an idea and I was like, I have all this B-roll because I have the girls brushing their teeth and flossing their teeth and whitening their teeth and throwing stuff at each other. And and all this stuff. And I was like, what if I just make a 30 second video bloopers? And I did it and I called it, let's meet the team. Some of you might've saw it on my Instagram stories. It was a white video. I made this Apple studio and I'll show it to you. I'll, I'll put a link into it. And I, I called it meet the team, right? And all I did was have Trina, the CEO, one of the funny things she said on camera, open the video. And then I had each girl on the marketing team have like five seconds in the video of like saying something funny or a sound bite. And then I had hearts come up and I'm like, meet Trina. Meet Kat, meet Emmy, meet Amanda. And then it ended with a quote of, of Trina. It was like 30 seconds. And I had a gut feeling and I was like, run this as an ad. Just run this, like, just see what happens. Hands down out of the gate, one of the best things we have because it's about connection and it's about the human, not the product, right? And like, we don't even have products in the video. It's just this thing running over and over. And Nicole, gonna see you over and over and over again. And so, we're seeing this across the board because with iOS 15 updates, you know, I spend personally right now between a few of my companies, I think we're spending $1.2 million a month on Facebook ads between three or four of my companies, right? Like actively right now, we, we, we spend one to 1.2 million. We can't track any of it right now. None of it <laughs> because nobody allows app tracking in the new iOS update. And then the new update means with email marketing that every single person who uses Apple Mail in Clavio is automatically marked as open, whether they open it or not. And so numbers are about to be thrown out, like skewed data to where, I hate to say this, but George was right five years ago, that the only unit of measure or metric for an ROI is going to be measured in the depth of community and connection. <clears throat> and that's it. And that's it. So there's these people screaming for connection. And yes, we can have a studio, we can make these shots, but more than anything, people are just screaming for real, right? Tell me how you feel. Show me behind the scenes, like create a connection point for me, create a container for us to exist, do a Zoom call, do a whatever, create a, a Facebook group, a Telegram channel, a WhatsApp. People are begging for communities. They are begging for connection points deeper than the consumption of what's up there. And so I say this because we're starting to really adjust where we're spending our time and energy. Like if those, those of you that listen to my podcast, right? Some of you do, I never tell you to go to my website. I tell you to do one thing and it's DM me on Instagram. And you will be shocked at the messages I receive because you know, some episodes drop and I get like 50, some episodes drop, I get two, some episodes drop, I get none. And then some, I get like, hold, did you just DM that to me? Like, I got to go take a breath for a minute because this is going to take me a half an hour to figure out how to support you. But like, that would never happen in the comment thread on my Instagram feed, ever. It would never happen in the comment thread on my Facebook post. But I got one the other day 
Uh, it was about, it was about three weeks ago. I got one. It's like, I've been following you. I heard you on a Zoom call. I listened to the podcast because I haven't listened in a while. And you told me to DM and answer this question. Well, I hate that question. And I'm crying as I type this. And I was like, cool, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. And I video called her on Instagram. I was like, got you, right? Like I'm a, like a, a life hijacker. I just like show up on your video phone. And then I was like, and she's like, and she picked it up and I was like, cry, let's go, cry. And she's like, what? And I did like a gen. I started crying rather than laughing. Like I just, I, I had some emotions. I laughed. She cried, it was here. And then she's like, I need help. Like me, me too, yeah. Like we're in this together. And then, you know, five minutes later, she's like, this is where I am. This is what I need. And I'm like, I can help you with that. And she's like, really? Like, what do you mean? She's like, I would love like a day and a half of your time. I'm like, cool, 20 grand. And she's like, done. Done. That was it. It was 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Would any of you trade 10 minutes of your time for 20 grand? Right? The reason I say that is because that's a byproduct of me living like this for 10 years. Like Catherine knows, I mean, Michelle knows, like some of you here know, like Michelle and I had an amazing conversation in the hallway. She's like, I'm taking your time. I'm like, shut up and listen, go do the thing. You know, like it, it's about investing in this and, and it's now coming to fruition to where you see companies trying to recreate authenticity and integrity, but not being able to. They're making a lot of noise, right? They're like, we're being authentic and we're like, run like red flag, right? But then because of that, it's bringing this greater awareness to community and customers and the importance of a relationship with our customers, whether they pay us or not. And the ones that are winning right now are the ones that are investing in the depth of the relationships, not in the amount of the relationships. And so I'm saying this because as somebody who sees this on every end of the spectrum, and I mean every end of the spectrum, the hardest thing is taking my marketing team of four that's been, you know, spending a million dollars a month and doing it one way and telling them, hey, I just deleted all of it. All I want you to do is DM everybody all day. And they're like, you're out of your fucking mind. And I was like, well, I pay you. So you have a choice. Keep your job or quit. And they're like, no, no, no. We just think you're nuts. This isn't going to work. And then sure as shit, every single person who comments on Instagram rather than respond, we shoot them a DM and thank them. What do you think happens? Oh my God, I've been using your products forever, but I'm kind of stuck. Like, hey, I don't know what to do here. Like, I didn't know where to ask this question. Like, I've been watching and watching and not knowing what to do. And all we're doing is reaching out a bridge where there's this massive amount of humanity that is begging for an invitation to come connect. Sometimes it leads nowhere. Sometimes it leads to just like, oh yeah, thanks for DMing me, or they don't respond but there is zero way to lose the game and it doesn't take a lot of time. And so I'm, I'm gonna presence this to all of you because it's really easy to get wrapped up in TikTok and Snapchat and Reels and the feed and the stories and the Facebook and the groups and the blank and fucking Trump's team called me and invited me to some new social media platform I have an account on yesterday because somebody recommended I'm on it. I'm like, another one? I don't know about this. Like, yeah, we need you to post every day. We'll send you followers. We'll give you a red check mark. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know if I want to, but we'll talk about that later. You don't have to be on all of them. What you have to find is your natural proclivity, right? Like where you like to be, where you like to engage, where you like to consume is the best place to start. And I would rather you go a mile deep than a mile wide. If you're going to be on Instagram, be all the way on Instagram. If you're going to be on Facebook, be all the way on Facebook. If it's LinkedIn, be all the way on LinkedIn. 
but do not try to be on all of them at once and expect people to trust you, to build a relationship with you, to build rapport with you, and then all of them to come to fruition. And if I was to challenge everybody on this call and anybody watching the replay, if you were to take a really objective look at your business and your life, and I mean objective, like 30,000 feet, and look at all the places you spend your energy and time, there's probably one that stands out over everything that gets you the majority of everything that you do. The majority of your feedback, the majority of your customers, the majority of your responses, right? Like for me, prior, prior to closing the group that you are in, it was the group. Post that group, it became Instagram for me and Instagram DMs because it's so easy to get these visual nuggets that create these connection points to where I told the team, I was like, I just want every podcast to lead to my Instagram because I'd rather you DM me on day one to know if I can support you or not and then give you a direction to go to rather than wait for you to download a lead magnet, get seven emails, complete the thing that I'm doing, click this box and let, it doesn't, it doesn't serve me any good. I'd rather Charlene be like, George, this is what I need. I'm like, dope, do this. But then now this would work for you because it's not some cookie cutter approach. And so it adds this level of personalization that everybody's screaming for right now, everybody. And it's the only way to stand out and to be different. And so it's something that I'm going to have and harp on, and you're going to hear me harping on it. Like for a lot of you that have stayed around and listened to the podcast, rather than being in the Facebook group, you are hearing me go deeper and deeper on customer journey and the parts of it and the connection points of it. And I'm interviewing people all over the world at every level of success. And they're all sharing one thing in common. If they are not investing in their team and teaching their team how to build community and connect with customers, they're losing their ass in business. They are losing their asses. Their ads are not working. Their emails are not converting. Their products are not selling. And then the moment they shift focus to the person first and the product second, it works. And it's only going to get worse. And if you're any sort of trend follower, attention getter, you know, we're into something crazy that's been going on for two years. We'll be living in the residue of this for 10 years when it's done. And we are not even in any part of this phase that people have expected. Like we're still in the, oh, things are going back to normal phase. Yeah, what happens when people accept that that's never gonna happen and have to mourn for the first time and feel more isolated than ever and have every one of their paradigms challenged and what they thought was freedom and what they thought was belief and what they thought were results or who they thought was helping them. It's gonna scream depth and community and these communities when you get it now. And I mean, you really, really get it now and you focus on community based on principles, you will have a leg up on everybody a year from now, two years from now. And the, the reverence that comes from a community created in a time like now for the right reasons, the endowment, the commitment, the all of it, it becomes untouchable. It really, really becomes untouchable. Like we're seeing things across the board in some of our big e-commerce companies where for the first time ever, like our organic sales are catching up to our paid media sales. And when we spend more money on ads, it doesn't make us any more money. But when we invest more in our community, they return more than our ads, which it didn't used to be like that. And all that tells me is that I don't have to spend money to acquire new customers anymore. I just have to spend energy to put myself in front of people that are requiring connection, that are screaming for connection. And so it's more of like a dip of like, let's invest in these people and these owned media and this place to where they can come to us 
so they can have this experience, whatever that looks like. And you guys have heard me talk for years about the four paths to the pier, right? When you come into my world, everybody seen the movie, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey? This only makes sense if you've seen it. Has anybody not seen it? Give me your hand if you haven't seen it. Okay, cool. I'll give you a one minute movie synopsis. I don't really recommend watching it. It was like really popular in the early 2000s. It would probably be horrible to watch now. It probably one of those movies you're like, Ugh, right? I can think of a few of them. So in The Truman Show, Jim Carrey lives this perfect life. White picket fence, beautiful house, beautiful neighborhood, best job. Everything's happy. Like everybody who walks down, hey, Jim, hey, Jim, you're amazing. Blah, like literally like keeping up with the Jones is defined. But then there's these things that start to happen where he starts to notice like the same person there every day or he's never left the city he's been in. It's sunny and 75 every single day. There's never a cloud in the sky. There's never anything. And then what ends up happening is there becomes a point in the movie where he gets in a boat to go in the quote unquote ocean and sails out and bumps into a wall. And when he bumps into that wall, he realizes that wall is a massive dome and he is the subject of a human experiment. And then when he exits that room, there are hundreds of TV screens showing every ounce, every video, every move he made, everything to where everything was intentionally designed. But he thought he was living life, but he was all encompassed in this world, right? So when I use this reference, what I mean is that my job is to create that world, but you also to know that there's an entrance and an exit and you are welcome to go anytime that you want, but you can be in my world without having to pay me money, without having to come to my events, without having to do anything until you are ready to take an action. And that's what community gives you. It's not about who can transact today or who's ready to buy today. Like, can you imagine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be immature for a minute, but can you imagine if I was on those shitty internet marks? I'm like, all right guys, glad you're on a call. All right, so we're gonna talk about the three secrets that you need to know to navigate 2022 in social media. And then I start pitching you right now. You would be like, holy shit, he's a snake in the grass. Like it's game over, done, game over, done. Not only would you leave, you'd be like, okay, I was right. He's crazy. Now let me go tell everybody he's crazy. Like it wouldn't work well, right? But when we do these calls, you know, I will not leave until I answer your question. I'll give you everything that I have. And there is no expectation of you doing anything, none. And because of that, Michelle's like, I'm coming to Austin. And Catherine's like, why am I, why did you two do this at the same fucking time? Why? Right. And she's going to talk about it quite a few times. And Jen's like, yeah, bro, of course. Right. Like there's a lot of things that are allowed to naturally happen because our job is not to dictate the pace of somebody else's customer journey. It's to create the container so that they can take it on their own and we're there when they're ready. That's the most important part. And so I want everybody to realize like, where is your Truman Show? Where is your world? Your world could be in your Instagram. That's completely fine because if you're telling people you're on your Instagram and this is where you engage and this is where you share, that's an ecosystem that they can live in. If you tell them it's your daily newsletter, if you tell them it's your YouTube series, you tell them it's your Facebook group, if you tell them it's the coffee shop in your town because you haven't capitalized on, I don't know, the entire side of business where there's human beings in real life that will pay you a lot of money just to get coffee with them. Like there's that part too. There's a lot of it around, but it has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. And so for us, what it's been is it's been Instagram for me for the last year. And what that's allowed me to realize is that I missed having the group. Because I love the DMs and the back and forth, but I also hate that they're isolated and asynchronous and not everybody else is benefiting from the conversation, that they're not getting support from more people than me. 
that they're not getting perspective from more people than me because I'm fucking smart, but I don't have all the answers, but collectively we can probably get them, right? And so that's what led to, hey, team's gone, team changes, Ash, you've been right because she's probably known the whole damn time. And I was like, let's open the group back up, right? Let's go. And she's like, I've been waiting for you to say this. And here we are today, right? And so it's what I've been seeing. And I want to say that because the other side of this, that this is collapsing, and this is the last thing before we open up Q&A, is that for the last couple of years, we've also heard these things, right? Niche down. The riches is in the niches. Like, do your queen bee role. Like, do blah, blah, blah. Like, don't do that. Like, hire it out, right? And it's like this whole thing of like trying to automate things that can only happen with humanity, right? And it's like, okay, cool. But let's just pretend that doesn't exist. I could, I could niche down all day and be like, you can only get on this call if you make $100,000 a month and you're ready to pay me now. I'd have four or five people on this call, right? Or I could say, fuck it. If you want to talk about ethics and integrity and customer journey and fun and marketing and humor, let's jam. And naturally, no matter what, there'll be one or two people on this call that'll buy an event ticket, that'll listen to the podcast that haven't before, that'll tell a friend that I exist, that will want marketing consulting, that might want whatever. But then everybody else collected a touch point in their ecosystem. Like, God, this guy's good. He's safe. Like, I can hang out. He never sells me. He genuinely wants to help. And then Heather's six months down the road. She's like, fuck, he predicted this. Damn it. All right, let me DM them, right? Or let me listen to that podcast. Or Jen, I did it to Jen. I've done it a few times, right? It's, it's just natural because it's not forced. We create the container and then we allow people to walk in. And so what I've been challenging a lot of our mastermind members on, and Ashley will tell you this, I've basically deleted every one of their niches in the last month. Every one of them has been like, no, no, this is it. I'm like, not anymore, bitches. And they're like, what? I'm like, nope, more, 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 more. And I'm like, because you can go look for the two people that fit that mold, or you can go look for the hundred people that all have the same thing in common. And two of them might have that mold. And naturally you're going to be able to help them as well. Naturally, they're going to create connection points. Naturally, they're going to tell their friends about you. Like for Catherine, for example, Catherine's an amazing photographer, right? I would never just want Catherine to talk to people that are interested in getting photos because that is the smallest way to win this game. Because I can tell you right now that if Catherine connects with every single human being and helps them understand the magic and essence that she can capture in their life and even does it with a phone, that when they leave, they're going to show that picture to 15 people that are going to be told about Catherine. And then Catherine has this influx of attention and things like that. So like, I'll give you some examples. I don't discriminate. So if you're a human being, you should listen to my podcast. The end. I believe that to be true. So when you come to Montana for our next event in October, if that's when we do it, I want you to ask the driver of the shuttle if he's ever heard of me. Ask the taxi driver, go get coffee. Pick any coffee shop within 20 miles of where I live. And every single barista has listened to my podcast. Every one of them. And I am ruthless. You give me coffee, I give you podcast recommendation. But I don't say, hey, listen to my podcast. I'm like, hey, like, what do you want in your life? Like, what are you up to? Like, what excites you? And then I'll be like, I might not have one. I might recommend. So I'll come home to my office and I'll grab a copy of The Go-Giver and I'll sign it real quick. And I'm like, and I interviewed the author on my podcast. But when you gave me coffee that day, and you said, this is what you wanted. I figured this book would help. And I go back to the coffee shop. I drop the book off. She's like, I listened to that podcast. Your podcast is incredible. And I'm just, I'm just making future clients. That's all I'm doing. I'm just making future clients. 
at every single opportunity by being open to having these conversations. Now these come after I know who my core demographic is. Like I have to do my podcast every day, right? I have to do my coaching calls every day. I have to call my one-on-ones every day. But when I leave that, I'm not out here of like, okay, let me find a woman who's 37 year old, a mom with two kids who does $132,000 a year, who sells X product on Etsy. And let me come up with a marketing message that I can give to her right now. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. I'm like, okay, cool. What do these people all have in common, right? Marketing, customer journey, mindset, integrity, like actually caring, not wanting to steal from people, believing in their product, knowing it can get results. I'm like, okay, how do I talk to them? And then I talk to as many of them as possible. And I'm like, hey, and whenever you're ready, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. And so you have to start challenging what all these things were because two years ago, there were pockets. You could walk into a Facebook group of affiliate markers and probably close some deals, right? You could go to this event and probably get it. But a lot of things have changed and a lot of things have collapsed. And everybody that I see that's struggling is operating like they were two and a half years ago with the same belief system that they had two and a half years ago. There's new belief systems now. There's new paradigms. And I would challenge everybody to hit the reset button on what you think it should look like or what you thought it looked like and be open to rebuilding it. You know who you serve and how you serve them. But when it comes to how you find them, you have to get creative. You have to stand out. You have to find the person to create the bridge. And so the one book recommendation I'm going to make to everybody right now, because it is all encompassing and super supportive of what I'm talking about, is by the incredible Mike Michalowicz, and it is called Get Different. Some of you have already read it because I have assigned it to some of you already. But it's called Get Different. And think about this concept of like how to stand out in a noisy world. Well, in our world, we know it's noisy, but it's how to create depth in a disconnected world, right? Like how do we pause somebody to make them go from watching fails on TikTok or Instagram reels to wanting to slide into our DMs and have a conversation to come onto our podcast or come to our webinar or come to our Facebook group. And so I'm saying this because the last year has been hell for me because when I have a track record of even doing it the right way for 10 years, but I went into a lot of my marketing this year, thinking what used to work still works. It lost me a lot of money. Like one of our companies went from 350 grand a month to 60 a month. And now we're climbing back out because what used to work doesn't work anymore. And we're like inching our way up back and back and back. And it's all based around community and connection, community and connection. And so the third and final point that I will make is that text, text comments, texting back and forth, DMs and emails are the absolute worst fucking way to create connection and relationships. They're horrible. They're absolutely horrible and they don't work for me anymore. People are starting to catch on, but people want humanity. Send images, send videos, send audios, connect with people wherever you can and never underestimate the value of connecting with your current customers. Zero point data is the most powerful data you will ever get because it is the people that are in your world. Right now, you guys are in a zero point data study. Hi, thanks for participating. I'm here to answer your questions and figure out what the rest of the internet world needs so I can give it to them. And you could all say, hey, I was a part of that. That's good. Thanks for answering my question, right? Like, that's what I need to know. I need to know what Catherine's up against and what Nicole's up against and what Jenny's doing and what Nicole's got and what Michelle's doing because that helps me figure out where all of you are, where all of you feel, 
where all of you are hitting resistance, where you're winning, what's working, what's not working for them to be like, yep, cool. I got you do this, do this and watch after this call, because Ashley's on the call. Any question you have, any topic that's made sometime in the next six months, you'll get an email about it. You'll get an email about it. You'll be like, oh, I brought that up on the call because that's how this works. And so never underestimate the value or the connection point of customers and taking what has been traditionally seen for me as like something that's weird. Carlos, what's up, you beautiful human? Um, something that's weird. Like people like you guys realize like four years ago, people told me I was crazy because I was sending video messages to people, right? Like literally, what? You sent a video message? Why would you do that? Like I have to do my makeup, I have to do whatever. And I was like, I know it takes me hours in the morning just to do my hair. Horrible. I like don't know what I would do without all that time back in my life. But everybody told me I was crazy. And now look, there's three or four platforms that exist that do 10 to 20 million a year. And all they're designed to do is let you send videos to your customers. Right? And so in this noisy world, in this disconnected, distracted world, where we understand that all the attention is, if we try to meet that attention the same way that everybody else is, we're going to lose. But if we take one extra step and we are like, well, this is where they're hanging out. How can I increase that touch point or the depth of the relationship? It works every time. Now for all of you, I'm going to read your minds before I open questions. Well, I don't want to put my face on video. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed to say? I, I see it on like four of your faces. Good. Uh, answer number one, get the fuck over it. Um, answer number two is there's other creative ways. Okay. One of my favorite things lately, and this is from my dear friend, Angie Lee. Do any of you follow Angie on Instagram, Angie Lee? Yeah, I know Ash does. You should. Angie Lee's incredible. She's a dear friend of mine. I'll actually see her tomorrow. Um, she's been on the podcast too. But Angie loves on her Instagram stories, writing a message on a sticky and throwing it up on the mirror and then taking a selfie with it. And so what I've been playing with is like, there's times I want to be on video. There's times I don't. And so like somebody will DM me and I'll actually write their name on the sticky and like a quote, and then I will just send them a video of it or a picture of it. Would we agree that if you DM'd me or you DM'd me and my biggest competitor and you sent them a message and they sent you some fucking canned text response, and then you get a picture of a sticky note with your name on it with a quote or an answer that that would stand out to you, right? Immediately you're like, oh, effort. How long does it take me to write on a sticky note? Seven seconds, right? I hate to say this, but I'm also very simple. I'll just draw a heart on it and put their name in it. I'll respond with a picture of it. I'm like sending like love notes, like it's Valentine's Day, right? In a fifth grade preschool class. Like that's what I'm doing, right? So you do it like that, but then you take it to another level. You don't want your face on there. Can you say something for 10 seconds? Like, oh my God, thank you so much for the message. I'm still stoked to connect, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the answer to your question. Or thank you for taking the time to message me. That's an audio message, right? You could do that. If you get a question and you have a book that you love and you think that this book would support them, could you take a picture of the book and make a page recommendation? Of course you could. Could you take a blank? Of course you could. So video is very, very different. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll literally put up my laptop and I'll like put a book on the screen and I'll video the book. And I'm like, hey, I think you should read this book, by the way. It'll answer your question. Specifically the chapter on time in The Catalyst by Jonah Berger. And I included a link below. Oh, it happens to be my affiliate link. So fucking use that one because Amazon pays me seven cents for that. And it all matters, right? That's it. I can donate that stuff to Sarah Michelle or whatever, Sarah McLaughlin on some PETA commercial. Here you go, 52 cents a day. I put it in there, right? So there's a lot of ways that you can do this. Is this making sense to everybody? Like a lot of ways that you can do this. So 
those are the biggest things that I'm seeing. And yes, that was a lot, but I also have a recording of this and I just caught you up on two and a half years of data and studying from in the trenches of making and losing millions of dollars in the last couple of years of what I think you should or shouldn't be doing. So there's where we are right now. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm taking a sip of my iced tea. If everybody could give me a two word check in the chat, that would be amazing because now I'm gonna read Heather's comment while you do that. And I gotta catch it before it goes. Boom, 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 boom. And Heather, you're gonna go first anyways. You sent me a video, I happen to be on with the whole group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. I was just driving, nothing scripted, nothing prepped, but you, I did, yeah. And here's the beautiful part. Everybody thinks like, oh, George, like he's the king of relationships. Like he's always thinking about how to go deep. You wanna know what's funny? Is if I sent Heather the message I sent her and I typed it, it would have taken me four times longer than it did to send a video. Like, here's what's funny. Sending a video buys me 15 seconds that all I have to do is fill that 15 seconds. And then if I'm reading your message and I'm like, oh, Heather, thank you so much. It's so great to connect. Like, I absolutely love it. It's a pattern interrupt. It's easier for me. I have a chronological history of what I've sent you and where I've sent it. And then it's this immediate thing that stands out and it was easier than me texting. Because like, if you ever ask somebody to ask you a technical question, like, hey, George, like, how would I design my email journey for my sequence when nobody's opening it? And it's like, if I start typing a response to this, I'm gonna give them a diatribe that's 1300 words long in an Instagram DM that's gonna take me 45 minutes to answer. If I send a video, I can answer it in 30 seconds. And so it's actually a way to really clean up how much time I spend that's out there. And so that's why I wanted to say that. So with all of that, I'm gonna shh. I'm gonna go let you listen to the outro. Have a beautiful day. I love you. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. You will either see me in the next episode or you will hear me in your earbuds. But either way, goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.